Art of the Assistant. Brought to you from the hills of almost heaven, West Virginia. A podcast created to encourage and assist those who are sitting in the second chair of their ministries and organizations. Hey, thanks for joining us. This is Dan Vaughn. I'm sitting here in almost heaven, West Virginia, Weston, West Virginia, in the coffee house, the Timothy Center with uh, Treg Spicer. And uh, last episode, we're, we started a conversation about time management and really a passion of Treg's, um, a desire of mine to grow in as well. And I, I was just thinking as we were sitting here talking, um, the, the hole that we get in. And one problem with someone who they want to manage their time yeah. better, but every time they start, all they see is unfinished products, yeah. uh, uh, projects, I should say. And um, it, it really, it, it's that treading water. I'm, I'm drowning, I'm drowning. And then every time they do something to try to get out of that, it's, it's back with, oh, man, I can't do that. I mean, here's, right. you know, I've, I've got this project over here that I haven't finished. Right. It's hard to concentrate. One thing that you said was, that was just gold um, in the last episode is blocking off time. Uh, for specific projects mm. and limiting that exposure on your phone uh, to just texting and calling, whatever uh, whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. And yeah. you can't be other places and where you are at the same that's time. That's good. That's right. So uh, Maybe we, women can, but us guys can't. <laughs> right, right. Uh, we have to be uh, goal-setting and goal-finishing um, uh, people. Yeah. You know, whatever you set out to do, finish it. And we talked about Luke, um, where Jesus tells Mary and Martha, you know, this one thing. Mm -hmm. I love the illustration you gave about the big rocks. Prioritize, get the big rocks in there. And so I'm excited just to continue the conversation today. Um, And I think that, uh, you know, everyone has an even playing field when it comes to time. Everybody wakes up with the same amount of time. And it's our gift from God. Yep. What we do with it is our yep. gift back to him. And so, Treg, I love your heart on this issue and, and your knowledge and um, just what you bring to the table. And so, won't you, uh, uh, you know, start start us off in guiding the conversation yeah. uh, today. All right, guys. So, some of you might be thinking, um, all right, so if I, I manage all my time, what, what am I going to do with that time? You know, what's, okay, so I'm an assistant pastor, I'm doing youth group, and I have a Sunday school class, but... Right now, I'm doing a curriculum that's already written for me, so that doesn't take much time to prep and get ready for. Listen, this is this is about developing you as a person. Absolutely. One one person said the the man that you want to be, or even the woman you want to be at age 75, is the person you're becoming at 25. Mm. So the habits you're setting now are the habits that's going to take you through life. So the first habit that I would greatly encourage all of you to do, we know, you know, our, our time with God is exercise. Hmm. You need to develop a regular habit of exercise right now. Wow. Because I'm telling you, when you're 40, it's not going to come natural. Or when I get more time or when something happens, you guys need to be out and exercising really? now. Did we have to go there? Yes, we did. Was now, that Dan, really in your nose? Dan's done an awesome that? job. He's just saying that. I mean, this guy, is he's lost a ton of weight, and I'm proud of him. He's, he's done a great things as far as discipline goes in that area, and it's terrific. But, guys, get out. And do something. Find a hobby, an exercise hobby you enjoy. Yeah. And it's really, I don't consider even exercise, it's a hobby for me because I love it, but 
it's, it's actually just a part of your daily routine. You just do it. In um, Paul David Tripp's book, he talks, gives a good section about taking care of your body and how in the world can we, as leaders, lead the people under us if I'm not healthy enough to even get out of bed in right. the morning. And so exercise comes into that. So every morning, he says, he doesn't even think about it. He dresses, throws on his helmet, and jumps on his bike. Mm. And every day. Now, West Virginia, you do that today, you're going to turn into an icicle. Right, sure. It's not going to happen. But there's treadmills are not that expensive. Right. You don't have to buy a Peloton, guys. Yeah. Okay? You know, Facebook yard sale, get you an exercise right. bike, and, and start exercising. Mm. And you've got to make it a habit yeah. every day. So, I mean, I just can't get my rear end out of bed. Well, there's, a, what's it called, Alarmy, I think is the app. And it's an alarm clock, but it will not turn off until you take a picture of whatever you say you have to. So what you do... <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. Yeah, it's this true. It's great. So you get up in the morning, your alarm's going crazy, your wife's ready to kill you, you're going to wake the kids and the dog up. If you don't get down and get a picture of that treadmill or your exercise bike, I'm it's not going to turn off. I, I do the coffee pot, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever it is, it, you have to get out of bed. There, and you also can set it for a math equation. So you've got to make your brain work to do a math wow. equation before it goes off. It's a great, a great feature. My kids, I've got them doing it. They love it. That's great. Um, this morning, they were all up at 6, and they're like, Dad, I said it too early. <laughs> and, and, but they were up because they had to go take a picture. I think they did. I think they did the toilet honestly but they had to go take that picture and then you know cage just sitting there six in the morning i'm like what are you doing man he's like i said it too early but he's up there's no going back to bed now set it set it for uh, taking a picture of your wife sleeping yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, try that (laughs) or her fist coming at the boat um and so but the point is get up get her done you know i I have a little different schedule now where, again, when I wake up in the morning, I'm the type that my mind's going 100 mile an hour. Hmm. And I've got a decision. Am I going to get up and allow this to be a productive time because my mind's going? Or am I just going to lay here and waste it? Mm -hmm. And so I get up and I write and I read and then I go exercise. So it would be after 10 o'clock, I'll hit the gym. Or I'll drop the boys off at basketball practice and then I go to the gym Hmm. and get my exercise done, come back, pick them up, and we all go home together. Hmm. Um, that way I'm not losing time away from them. You right. know, everybody's at practice. They're all playing ball. And then, yeah. then we all come back together. But the point is you need to exercise every day. Right. You know, get an accountability, get somebody to do it with you, whatever. But get out get out and get that exercise done because that's very uh, important. Yeah. Um, and, again, these other – a lot of this stuff, guys, is marketing stuff. The key to exercise is just being consistent. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't need a $10,000 bike. You don't need a $10,000 treadmill. You don't have to have a Peloton. You just have to have the discipline to get up and do some push-ups. Right. And Atomic Habits, James Clear talks about um, the idea of um, dopamine going into your brain and rewarding yourself. And he says, listen, if you're going to reward yourself with that cup of coffee in the morning, mm-hmm. Do something to earn it. Right. Getting out of bed is not yeah. a reward. Yeah. He said, so do do 10 push-ups and 10 sit-ups before you drink your cup of coffee. Yeah. Right. So you're, you're earning, so you're doing something to get that. Right. So you in your mind, you're thinking, man, I can't drink this coffee until mm-hmm. I do my push-ups and sit-ups yeah. or until I get my Bible reading done. Mm-hmm. See what I mean? Yeah. So that coffee is a reward. Right. Uh, maybe maybe you're a coffee shop guy, and if I lived here in Weston, I'd be here every day, but I would be like, I'm not going to the Timothy Center until 
Right. I get my thousand words written. Right. Yeah. Then I'll go. Mm -hmm. See, something like that. So you're rewarding yourself for the things that you're doing. Yeah. So goals aren't a drudgery. Yeah. They're a necessity for me to get the reward that I'm looking for. And part of it, and I'm I'm speaking from experience here of someone who has kind of been a roller coaster Mm -hmm. in the past about uh, goal setting. I I always tended to uh, set goals that are unachievable. Yes. So you come to a moment in life where you say, I can't do this anymore. I, I, you know, I can't live like this anymore. Right. I've got to make some changes. Yeah. And it's kind of like the New Year's resolution or the camp decision that yeah. you say, God, I'm, I'm never going to go another day without yeah. reading my Bible yeah. or without praying. And, and so, you know, a week into it, right. you're discouraged, you're down because. So in that sense, maybe you say, I'm going to set a goal. I'm going to get up at this time instead of this time. Yeah. And then you you wake up at your normal time. You've already yeah. missed it. And so you start the day off discouraged. You don't get anything really yeah. productive done that yeah. day because you uh, you start out in defeat. Right. So I, I want to encourage you that, hey, this stuff is, um, it, it is a growing process. It is. It and, is. And if you, you know, just man falls seven times, what's... Yeah. What's the difference? He yeah. gets back up. He gets up. So you got to yeah. get up, and literally, and metaphorically, you, right. you got you got to get up in the morning right. and attack the day. And I love what you talked about uh, the Gary Smalley's book, Eating the Frog. Mm-hmm. Get it done, and uh, it'll be so very helpful to you. One guy that I, I talked to, who I consider like the the administrative guru uh, as a, as a pastor, he just seems to be involved in so much and gets it all done. And he said, Dan, you have to make your list. And you talked about this too, blocking off your schedule for, uh, you've got to make your list. And then you talked about the big rocks, prioritize the list and knock out the list. And that seems so simple, but it's really what we fail in in doing. So I love the exercise aspect and blocking off the time, get the big rocks in, prioritize. And and I'll encourage you guys with this. Um, I watch a guy, Matt DiVallo, on Facebook, uh, James Clear. I love James Clear. And both those guys talk about the power of twos. Accountability. Yeah. So it's, well, it's two days. Oh, okay. All right. All so, right I was going a different direction no, there. So okay. any, if you determine, okay, I'm going to run, then make sure no matter what, you run two days in a row. You're going to go to the gym, go two days in a row. Yeah. James Clear says missing once, like you say here, you sleep in. Hey, missing one workout, it happens. Right. Sleeping in happens. Missing a workout twice begins a new habit. Yeah. And so it's that power of two. Don't miss two in a row hmm. or do two in a row. Right. You know, make sure you're doing that, establishing a habit. So hmm. Donald Miller talks about swimming, and he loves to swim. He wasn't a swimmer, and now he can swim for an hour, hour and a half at a wow. time. And he said his mindset was and his goal every day was to get in the water Hmm. the gym's 15 minutes away said so i'm making a sacrifice to go to the gym but to cross it off on my to-do list that day all i had to do was get in the water get soaking wet get out and go home that was my that was my goal for the day get wet in the pool wow he said so all all i had to do was go get wet in the pool and come out he's like i never did that because once I jumped in the water, I'm like, man, I'm already wet. I might right. as well swim. Right. Okay? But it's the mindset. So if I have a mindset that I've got to get up and think, oh, gracious, I've got to swim 800 meters today. That's the last thing I want to do. Right. But if you've got the mindset, i just got to go get in the pool, period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe I'll swim 100 meters and I'm done. So be it. That's better than nothing. Right. 
maybe 400. Maybe I do hit the 800. Yeah. But the goal was I'm getting wet. Hmm. Um, James Clear, his buddy, was wanting to get into shape. And so when they set up his daily schedule, they set it up that he had to be in the gym playing at fitness five minutes a day. Hmm. When he first started, he went in, he sat at Planet Fitness five minutes, and he left. After a week, he's like, this is dumb. I'm already here. I might as well do something. Right. And he started to work out, and that became a habit of every day. Yeah. But the point was, even if he just did uh, five minutes of the treadmill or five minutes of the exercise bike, mm-hmm. it didn't matter. Right. But he just had to have five minutes there a day. So so make it achievable, guys. You know, don't break down your things into achievable chunks. I mean, you're going to read... A hundred books this year. Yes. Let's not do that. Right. Okay. Right. Let's read a book a month. Yeah. I mean, that's 12 books. That's awesome. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, and then break those books down into pages. I'm going to read 20 pages a day. Hmm. You can read 20 pages a day. Yeah. If you're doing grad work, I'm going to take three classes a week. That's my minimum. No matter what, I'm going to block off this time to take these classes. I'm going to run a half marathon. That's fine, but it's a mile at a time. Right. Yeah. Make these goals achievable. Right. And you are going to mess up, but that doesn't matter because tomorrow's a new day. Right. Just don't make it a habit. Yeah. How do you eat a pizza? How do I what? How do you eat a pizza? Yeah, I don't eat pizza. Well, okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. One, I ate pizza yesterday. One slice at a time. <laughs> one slice, one at, slice a time. at a time. Take it yeah. one at a time, right. guys. Somebody says, hey, you got to eat this whole pizza. You can't do that. Right, but right. But you eat it one slice at a time. Yeah. If that's how you look at uh, what you have to get accomplished, if that's yeah. how you look at yeah. your goals, you got to do it one slice yeah, at a time. Yeah, even if you want to become a better golfer, go out and hit – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit five golf balls today. When you're, You know what? If you take the time to grab your driver, your, your net, and a, a group of tees and balls, mm-hmm. you're going to hit more than five. Right. But set it as a goal. I'm just yeah. going to hit five drives today and be done. Yeah. And you probably end up hitting 10 or 20. Yeah, sure. So, yeah, so just achievable that achievable way. I hope goals. that helps a little bit there yeah. along those lines. So yeah. how do you think that exercise plays into time management? Oh, it's so key um, in the fact that for me – I'm, I'm a better husband, father, pastor, friend, if I'm exercising. Yeah. There have been times where my wife has said, why don't you go for a run? Now, that's not so I'll get out of the house. <laughs> it might be because I'm a right. jerk, you know. But it just, it just, it, it helps. I, yeah. I was listening to a, uh, a doctor. She was from Michigan, um, solid Christian lady, and she worked with people that struggled with depression, you know, mm-hmm. a psychologist. And she said that one of the first things she gives her patients as a prescription is 20 minutes walking on the treadmill while watching the Golf Channel. Because hmm. she said she said literally 20 minutes of exercise is the equivalent to one pill of wow. an antidepressant. Wow. And she said, and the Golf Channel, is there's never rain on the Golf Channel. No matter where you are wow. in the world, the sun is always shining. Huh. So if you're walking and watching the Golf Channel, yeah. your mind puts off an endorphin in your body Man, that totally picks you that's up. That's powerful. I mean, that's I was good. in Florida the last three days, and I told the guys, listen, I need to do this twice, every twice oh, yeah. every winter. Yeah, twice a week, no <laughs> doubt. I mean, because we haven't seen the sun in how long? Right, yeah. And just to go down there and to be in the sun, it does something to you. It really you. does, yeah. And so the Golf Channel, because she was in Michigan, Man, yeah. in the treadmill. yeah. And she said, that's one antidepressant yeah. tablet a day right there. Well, what did God do for Elijah? You know, mm-hmm. he fed him nutritious food. Right. He gave him the proper amount of rest. Right. And then he went 40 days, you know, in, in that energy. Right. Let me let me say this. This will get me, maybe some of you are going to turn off the podcast when you hear this, but a new book was just written. 
and it just came out, I think it just came out this year. And the thesis of the book is this. The Buddhist, what do they have? Okay. So, so they have, Hindus have yoga. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the, the Buddhists have Kung Fu mm-hmm. that they do. Yeah. Um, and then he said, what, what, and he gave one other religion in their form of exercise mm-hmm. that's part of their spiritual um, routine. Yeah. But he's like, what's a Christian have? Potluck. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. But then he said, I got to thinking about it. And think of the word walk through the scriptures. Hmm. From Elijah. Yeah. Enoch yeah. walked with God. Yeah. In the garden, they walked with God. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then Paul and all the spiritual examples. But he's like, that's what those guys did. They walked everywhere. Hmm. And he said, so every day he yeah. walks. And it's a spiritual walk. Yeah. Even if I walk with my wife, he said, or with another friend, right. he said, we keep that, we keep that focused and centered. Right. On on that subject, you know, of God and right. meditating on God, and um, Mark Batterson yeah. brings in the prayer walk. Yeah, there you into, go. You know, the the Circle Maker and some of some of right. his other uh, books there. But he talks about you know the prayer walks, and uh, that's one thing. When we first came into town here, uh, I started walking around these buildings that are now ours. They they mm-hmm. weren't at that time, and I just started walking and praying, Lord, you know. You, what you want from in this city, but it was it was actually awesome. accomplishing yeah um, multiple things absolutely it was clear yeah, in my absolutely. mind I was talking with God I was getting exercise you know yeah. and yeah. Um, I think you know we talked about this before the more things that you can do habit um, stacking yeah yeah the habit stacking that's yep. good man that's, that's awesome. good walk yeah yeah so the the title of the book if you're interested is called God Walk Moving at the Speed of Your Soul. Huh. And a very interesting book. He also um, has some books out there on the sabbatical, spiritual rhythm, hmm. being with Jesus every season. Mark Buchanan, um, you know, I would, he's I think he's in his 60s now, but definitely a guy you might be interested in reading, just a different book. I've already heard one man say it's definitely going to be the top book of 2021, hmm. God Walk. Yeah. Okay. It's different. It's very practical. Right. How to take your walk, where to take your walk, when to walk. Yeah. And and how to do that. So there you go. God walk. But good stuff. Yeah. So man, that's that's good. So what what do you guys want to do? I mean, that's what you got to sit down and determine. Um, I would encourage you to sit down with a blank piece of paper, quiet, get away, whatever you have to do. Sit at the coffee shop if yours is open, and I want you to write a hundred things that you want to do in life. Mm-hmm. I mean, a hundred things. You'd be surprised at how quickly this goes. And out of those a hundred things, I want you to go through and maybe circle. As you look at that, okay, these are the top, top 20 of these 100. Of that top 20, categorize them one to five. You're going to have four sets. And then you're going to have four number ones. Okay, those are big rocks. Mm -hmm. So if I've got a block of time set in my schedule and it's like, man, I really don't have anything to do today. It is YouTube for the next two hours. No, it's not. Okay, it's going to be number one of of that goal. Maybe to be a number two. But you know you're going to take that block of time in, and I'm going, you know, for that. I'm going to read two hours of that book. I'm going to um, take that class. I'm going to train for this marathon. I'm going to whatever it is, I have it there, and I'm going to go for it. And maybe you want to become better at photography or something like that, and you have that time, study it out. Yeah. You know, make that part of that big block that you have there. Right. Yeah, I I think, and this is a different subject, but... 
if all of our time, when we think about time management, if all of our time is about ministry or, um, you know, that it, it becomes our identity. It's important. Yeah. You know, you talk about golf, whatever it is, it's important that we have some things that aren't necessarily ministry related yeah. uh, to add Absolutely. in our life. And it, it adds perspective. It hey, adds study life. out minimalism. That'd be cool. Yeah. You know, make a st- your own personal study of it. Try it for 30 days. See what, <laughs> and yeah. see what happens. Well, uh, I don't know. Let's not go too far. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good. So, so guys, you might be listening and you say, Hey, I, this all sounds great. Trey, Dan, you guys are, um, that's terrific, but I can't control my calendar because I'm not the boss. Okay. And you, you're, you're using that as an excuse. Let me carry Neowolf says this, um, in one of his blogs. And if I can remember, I'll throw this in the description as well for you. He says, every time I teach the principles of the high impact leader, leaders will often say that's great for you because you're always the senior leader. I'm not, I don't have control of my calendar. At that point, I usually ask them that it, I usually at that point I usually ask them that given a forty-hour work week, what percentage of their hours have mandated activities, yeah. meetings, do this, do that? Rarely, very rarely, does anyone tell me it's more than twenty hours of command performance, mm. which means, of course, that they have full control over half of their work week. That's not bad. Now, pull the camera back a bit. There are one hundred sixty-eight hours in a week. This means they have control over 148 of them. When they go to bed, when they rise, what they do. Even if all 40 hours of your work week are mandated, you still get to choose how you're going to spend 128 hours each week. That's a crazy amount of time, and that's a crazy amount of control. So it's about focus. Leaders who focus on what they can control always outperform leaders who focus on what they can't. Right, yeah. And there's, there's stuff that you're not going to be able to control. Yeah. There's people who are going to pop in yep. without an appointment. Yep. Uh, there's things that are going to take longer than what you blocked off for them to right. take. Um, I remember listening to Ken McCoy um, yes. give a, a lecture or, or a talk on, on time management, and he said, um, talked about people, you know, robbing your time and, right. and being careful about, um, <laughs> about that. And I, I wrote him and I said, Man, that stuff was great. I said, I went home, and my wife was just going on and on and on. And I told her, you are robbing my time. And we got a big kick out of it, you know. So there's there's times when, you know, depending on what stage of life you're in, your kids are going to come up oh, and all on your lap. Yeah. And, and uh, what you had planned to do for the next hour is gone. Yeah. And you're going to sit on the floor and play games with your kids. Mm-hmm. And that's time well spent. Right. And you're, there's times where your wife's going to need to talk to you. Your teenager's going to need yep. to talk to you. And you're going to have to put everything on hold. Yeah. And don't allow that to distract you or derail you. Right. Get back on it. But Just, here's the deal. They're not going to do that between 6 and 8. You're, you're absolutely Or between 11 right. p.m. and 1 a.m. Yeah. I mean, those are two hours of solid time you could give to you whatever know, you want. That's a good point, right? Yeah. Because there's there's a lot of times we're like, well, it's just the, it's just the kids. It's just, yeah. you know, the wife. It's yeah. just this or, or that. And, yeah. and I, I don't mean to be harsh, but sometimes it's, most of the time, it's my own laziness yeah. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't want to get out. I, I like, I think it's important for my wife and I to go to bed at the same time. I mm-hmm. like to do that. I think that's a good connect for us. Yeah. And um, it's, it's just one less way for Satan to get in and, and put division between us. And so I like to do that. It's now, that doesn't mean I, I won't roll out of bed a little later and go get some work done, but that's why I like to get up early. Yeah. 
you know, I just get up early and get her done. Yeah. And um, But, that, again, that's not everybody. So I hope this helps, guys. I'm going to, before I close here, let me give you a list of books recommended reading if you are into the subject of time management. I'll give you a brief synopsis of each book. Um, I will say this, though. If you read these books, you're going to find out that I'm not as um, – coming up with all this myself. These are all sure, the things that I've yeah. learned from these books. There's if you're, original. <laughs> yes, that's right. So if you're into the philosophy of time management and you, you, you enjoy that side of it, What's Best Next is a great book written by a Christian. He actually coaches, and I would recommend What's Best Next if you like the philosophy of time management. We've mentioned Gary Smalley several times. He's got books on goals, goal setting, and Eat That Frog is a simple read. I mean, it might be 150 pages max, but it's one of the most practical time management books I've ever read. Tim Chalice's Do More Better is a very practical book that he wrote. It, it actually goes to the nitty-gritty, how to set up your Google Calendar, how to set up Todoist, the app, how to use Evernote, I mean, and even how to set those things and, and, and set up the categories and the files it's very practical. And then he goes on how to use it every day. It's good. Mark Batterson's Win the Day. Mark brings in quotes from church fathers. And, you know, he'll, he'll bring up now, you know, back in 1964, this person gave this graduation right. speech at this college. And here's what he said. You're like, where did he yeah, get that? Right. But it's just golden. Yeah. And so Mark brings in all kinds of illustrations and quotes from other people, you know, win the day, um, eat the frog, fly the kite, you know, that's a pre- today's the present, you know, things like that that right. he uses in that book. Again, an easy read. Actually, I'm part of a group who read the book, and we get to do a Zoom call with Mark Batterson and ask him any questions oh, about the book wow, we want coming cool. up in February. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, Getting Things Done, classic book yeah. on time management by David Allen. Not a Christian, but an amazing guy. James Clear, Atomic Habits. Out of all these books, if you're going to read one first, Atomic Habits is amazing. Uh, Clear is just a great guy. I love it. I've actually read the book once and listened to it twice. Uh, You can't get enough of Atomic Habits. H3 Leadership. Also, H3 Leadership is made up of small paragraphs. H3 is Humble, Hungry, Hustle. And the point of that book is so you can just – he goes through different leaders – from all generations and takes out the clips that made them the greatest. And so their morning routine, um, quotes they said about leadership. So everything from pastors to Jerry Seinfeld and, and what they do that's made them who they are. So there's a list of some guys, books, guys that will last, you could read those for the rest of the year. You know, if you want to make maybe time management's one of your blocks. Two hours a week, I'm going to spend just studying time management and how to do more better with my time. So I hope that helps, guys. That's a a wrap on this podcast on time management. Again, you can go to trakespicer.com and go to Art of the Assistant, 80AOA, on my website and find a list of these books, resources, and help for you when it comes to this. And if you have any questions on time management or um, how to set up a schedule or your day, feel free to shoot me an email at treg at faithwv.org. Talk to Dan about what he's doing and how he does it with starting a church and a family and a coffee shop and everything else he's got going on. We'd love uh, to encourage you and help you along those lines. That's why we're here. So hope this helps and you guys can really take control of your time, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Yeah, it's good.